This is Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic 1027. Well, it's 7.23. Now, fixing South Africa's health system has once again uh, been uh, a delayed process. And as participants from last year's health summit say, they need more time now to do what is a proper job. One asks, how long is that exactly? And how long have they had even to try and come up with just a proper plan to, to be put in place uh, in order to get this health system going? Now, the NHI has continued to be touted and mooted and even put into the budget speech at some point and now possibly retracted in some way because clearly we're just not getting it together we chat now to tanya cohen the ceo of busa as we unpack perhaps her thoughts and busa's thoughts around the delay of this and perhaps get your sentiments here tanya good morning to you just your your sentiments around the delay uh, around that uh, uh, nhi and fixing south africa's health problems here well, good morning to you. And I think certainly from the private sector, we think that um, on the health summit outcomes and the delay in reaching the compact and the action plan, that that is well worth the time that we take. When we came together at the health summit last year, it was a whole lot of different constituencies from very different perspectives. And essentially what the summit allowed us to do was to share our concerns and surface a number of solutions from all the different stakeholders in terms of how do we address the crisis in the health system. What we've been working on since then is pulling together a compact and a concrete and tangible action plan that can take us forward in a collective way. And that takes time. So we think that that time is well worth it, but I think we're also very conscious of the crisis in healthcare. But that crisis has been there also for some time and we need to fix it in a sustainable way. So what exactly is behind the current delay then? Why, why are we delayed now? What, what is wrong with the current plan and why is it that you now need, the, the industry sort of needs a longer time now to get, the, get it to a proper job, as they say? So I think we must separate out the legislative process from the actual actions, and it's the actions that we're busy with. So what we try to do is pull together those collaborative opportunities. How can the private sector work with community, work with organized labor, work with government and the important other stakeholders within the sector to actually make sure that we bring all our efforts into a concrete and coherent plan? So that does take take time. So I use, for example, the, the one agreement that actually came out of the job summit but has an impact in the sector, which is the training of nurses. There are some regulatory constraints that have to be lifted um, in order for the private sector to participate in that. But there are a number of solutions on the table that really do require proper planning and integration. But if you look at the legislative process, and I think that is very different, that needs to follow a route through NEDLAC, through Parliament, and needs to be properly promulgated. And I think the fact that we've taken the amount of time we have to get the NHI legislation through is indicative of the complexity of that legislation. It really is not something that should be rushed. It is something that needs to be properly done engaged in detail and meaningfully engaged with the different constituents and stakeholders. And we've got to speak honestly to the challenges and tensions. I think everyone wants to see a universal healthcare system that provides to the population, but it's the modalities that really have to be figured out that are fit for purpose and that are suitable in the context of the current South Africa and our fiscal capabilities.
Was there a sense of being naive in, in, in the initial process and assuming that we'd be able to get to the gist of all of this in a shorter space of time? That's one. Um, and, and two, does that also then mean that because we were looking at re, perhaps not redoing the whole thing, but doing a proper job of it, that we actually don't have an expected timeline for when this might come on board? I think there's absolutely no doubt that there's a constitutional imperative and there's a human imperative for us to fix the health system. And certainly what the National Health Insurance System seeks to do from an aspirational point of view is achieve that aspiration. So I don't think that it's naive. I think the timing, though, is something that we have to be very careful about in terms of overpassing. What we are aware of is that there's a lot of research happening. And obviously, as we go, we're learning. The fact that there have been pilots um, is important because I think that that enables the system to be tested. We're waiting for the results of those comprehensively. But I think that it is all a matter of how we bring this together in a coherent package that makes sense, that enables the private sector to participate, not only in terms of how it contributes as a valuable social service, but I think also recognizing that it is a commercial sector in its own right. So the sectors, I mean, the sector itself then is obviously struggling with a few uh, sort of challenges in particular, and you've mentioned some of those. Why is it important, however, for business to be involved in finding those solutions to those challenges? So I think business has an important role to play in contributing to solving the challenges of the health system overall. So be it in the space of innovative pharmaceuticals and the manufacturing and innovation capability that business has, or the hospital space that is available in private healthcare facilities that could be utilized by public healthcare users, or in logistics or governance or training um, and education, there's a huge amount that we've seen that the private sector can actually bring their expertise and their capabilities to help solve this problem. And then on the other hand, we know that the private healthcare sector in South Africa is a very competitive and viable commercial sector. It has huge investment potential. It's a great job creator, particularly in terms of fourth industrial revolution and we hear all the changes that are going to be happening with jobs. But health is one of the sectors where jobs actually are expected to grow. It's an innovator. And it has massive social impact. So it really is a sector that we we should be looking after and leveraging. I think it accounts for almost 10% of GDP, um, and it is a highly strategic sector in the economy. But I think that's the healthcare sector in isolation. If we look at the contribution of health to our economic outcomes, we need to only look to the recent World Bank Human Capital Index, which basically determines a country's economic potential with reference to its health and education outcomes. And as a country, we need to get that right. It seems very difficult, not just for us, but it is also uh, a problem that we're even seeing just, I mean, just look at the United States and how they've struggled with uh, the exact same thing as well. So we'll continue to march on and look at this and see how exactly it can be fixed for future purposes as well. Tanya Cohen, appreciate your time this morning. The CEO of Bursa, just talking about the delay with regards to fixing South Africa's health system and perhaps getting NHI on board and how long that's going to take because the president has now said and the, the health minister saying that indeed there needs to be some sort of delay now in order to be able to do what is a proper job. How many more summits becomes the question. How long are they going to wait and how much more work needs to be done? We'll get that for you as time progresses. 7.30, your news headlines.